Are you ready to listen to a podcast? podcast. Here comes the Playhouse Podcast. Thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Find, subscribe, and listen. If you start dating someone and you look for everything you can find on the internet about them, is that stalking or is that just doing your homework? That's coming up a little bit later on in the podcast. Here we go. Can you help me? people's problems. You've got some issues and you're hoping for a little free therapy? Throw them at us. Call, text, hit us with a DM. Darren, good morning. Appreciate you waiting. Find out what's going on in your life because we know a little bit, but why don't you lay it out for us here? So I come home from work recently. I'm at work all day long. Uh, I live in a new development, very, very, very tight. Everybody's been getting sick. They're mm-hmm. posting all the time, social media all the time. Everybody's been getting sick. Yeah. I'm at work all day long. I get home. My wife has invited seven kids from our development huh. to in, and she's got them in the living room. <laughs> in our living room. Oh my because God. The parents needed to go to work. She's not being compensated. We're not running an amateur daycare. Um, she's a very sweet lady. I love her. She's got a great heart. That's why she's my wife. But no. And I am so pissed at my wife right now. I, I cannot even express seven kids. Yeah. Everybody's been getting sick. We've managed to avoid it. Are you kidding me? Well, I can't believe it. My husband would be irate just like you and you did you say that is she getting any compensation from all these neighbors or they just drop them off (laughs) no out of the goodness of her own heart which she's got a big old heart yeah but babe what are you doing no money no compensation are you kidding me what's wrong with your neighbors health i would i would not feel what's wrong with your neighbors like me dropping a child off i would never not say you're taking this 50 dollar bill because you're helping me out (laughs) right I, common sense, common decency. Yeah, I didn't get that part of the story. Just, no, my wife's got a big old heart. Sure, seven kids. Come on in and hang out in our tiny living room. No problem. No Ew. compensation. Ew. I, I can't believe her. Hey, I'm going to put you on hold for a half second here, Darren. Hang on a second. What would be your husband's reaction if he came home from work today and you had Liam and five or six other kids in your living room? Everybody. Yeah. <laughs> That's what would get him. Would that would that be the big one, the, the widowmaker? He'd yep. have a heart attack. He would be so mad. And then to find out that I did it out of the kindness of my own heart, Derek is uh, very much like I will do something, but you should you probably <laughs> compensate or do something for me. You know, me, I would see all these parents like I have to go to work. I'd be like, all right, I can take a couple of families with siblings, but it's the sickness, and then. I don't understand people that wouldn't say, oh, my God, we need to thank you in some way. Take some money. Now, if she was offered money and said, no, that's kind of dumb. How would you react to something like this? I mean, this this to me sounds like almost the purest of horrible situations during the cold and flu season. I mean, he would just lose his mind. He doesn't like anyone in his domain anyway, like aside from his family members. How would you react? You walk into your house. There's your husband or your wife. And eight sick kids. I don't even think it's about the money at this point. Even if my wife was getting $50 a person for the money, I don't want your germs in my house. Yeah. 
It would be the germs and it would be the uh, rude people. Like rude people get there. I understand why this guy's a little PO'd. We were just talking to Darren a couple of seconds ago with some OPP. This is what he's got going on in his life. So I come home from work recently. I'm at work all day long. Uh, I live in a new development, very, very, very tight. Everybody's been getting sick. They're posting all the time, social media all the time. Everybody's been getting sick. I'm at work all day long. I get home. My wife has invited seven kids from our development to in and she's got them in the living room <laughs> in our living room because the parents needed to go to work about half a dozen coughing Ugh. sick mucus filled kids his wife does sound like a lovely person but it's also somebody else's house that lives there you got to think about everybody you know i i mean derek would just lose his mind he would Call the parents. Come get your kids. My top's about to blow. I would walk in. I would see it. And as I was on my way to the bar, I would text my <laughs> wife at a stop sign and tell her, hey, when you've got that place completely sanitized, yeah. let me know and I'll come back. Otherwise, I, I would honestly hotel it for probably a couple of days. Yeah, probably a good idea. Uh, and then to have no compensation, too. It's just salt on that wound, mm. I think. But uh, we asked, has anybody ever had one of those Surprise moments where people were in your area and Brianna had texted. I have one for the books about my ex back in 2005. I think my daughter was about two years old. I came home to the white sugar all over my kitchen table, people (laughs) drinking and smoking, making a mess in the house, partying. And she said, obviously not together anymore, but it was a sight to walk into. Like I said, you just got to think of everybody that lives there. It's not just your house. Hey, good morning, Leah. How are you? Good. How are you? Great. What if you walked into something like this? Like you walk into your house, there's seven sick kids. There's your husband. He's like, oh, I thought since everybody was sick, I'd invite them all over. Uh, How would you react? Well, my husband wouldn't do that, but that's something I would do. You would? Yeah, it takes a village, and I think (laughs) that it's like neighborly. It takes a village, but not if the whole village is really sick. I think they even, like, back in the day when that term came about, they would, like, seclude you or isolate you somewhere. Now, Leah, have you heard of, uh, like, the measles? Or not? maybe it wasn't measles, but it was the chicken pox parties. Have you heard about these? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they had the COVID parties, too. Yeah, where people get all their kids together so that they can all get rid of it right away. They can have it done. Oh, my God. I can't even with people. And you would would host something like this? (laughs) No. No, but I feel like it's probably a cold. Like, who cares? Everybody gets cold. (laughs) Yeah, but I don't want a cold. I'm sure everybody gets cold, but I don't want a cold. And if I know I got a cold from another kid. Like, not everybody can just miss work if their kid has a cold. Well, you are a and, nice and person. I appreciate you calling. I got to read this email that we got from uh, Anthony here in a second. Thanks, Lee. I appreciate it. And when she said not everybody can skip work, that's why uh, he had emailed real quick and he said, be happy, uh, talking about the OPP, be happy you have a wife that can stay home and care for sick kids. If I had to stay home, I'd lose my job if I didn't call in two days ahead of time. Wow. Be thankful that you have that situation that could happen. I'd be give anything to have sick kids in my house if I was able to call in sick. Some people saying that, yeah, a lot of people don't have that luxury of being able to stay home, but 
I don't know. I consider myself a pretty calm guy, but if I walk into my house and there's my kid along with five of his sick friends and my wife is spearheading the whole thing, uh-huh. it's probably going down. Jody says, is that village going to be there when you need it is the question. No, that's called a nursing home then. <laughs> and you will be in there with hundreds of other sick people mm-hmm. who will continually keep you sick until you die. I watched Saltburn at home, thank God, because... Is it dirty? It is very dirty like I should have read it didn't make me uncomfortable I can watch that stuff but Liam's friend's mom drops him off and our TV you can see from the street and I wave thank you and I shut the door and I hear Liam go what are you watching full frontal so I had to on what Netflix is on uh, Amazon Prime gotcha and it was it was a messed up show. So some people calling it like a really bad one. I thought it was well written, but yeah, really. Oh, dirty. it's right up on front, Saltburn. Huh. My kid walks upstairs, huge ween. He's like, "What do you What do you watch when I'm not at home?" <laughs> I was just like, "You don't want to know, man." Bingo! How fun! Last week, someone lost an eye at bingo. Bingo! Bingo! What bingo? Bingo! Bingo! Uh, here's how Listener Bingo works. Kat is going to throw out a scenario, and so will I. And then we're going to open up the phones. If you're the first one through, it's all about you. We want to know your story. Why do you fit one of these scenarios? So, for instance, maybe this morning you're listening and you're somebody who... Who has gotten into a fight with a stranger lately. Sometimes you let things go a little bit more when it's a stranger because you're like, what do I have to lose? Unless it's like a coworker, you kind of bite your tongue a little bit. But this person got into a fight with their Domino's delivery driver over a what? A tip. Hey, thanks for time. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> for a shoe dollar kit. You know what? I should have had you guys come to the store. Yeah, good thing I got this on film. Good job losing your job. Domino's driver pissed about a 20% tip. The tip was $5.30 something cents. There was a $3.99 delivery charge. The food itself was almost $30. So the biggest premise that people are having a hard time with, when he says $2 at the beginning, that's him exaggerating. Okay, so it should have been a $6 tip if you were going to do 20% on a $30 order. But they got into a fight. And he knows where you live. Not the smartest move. Here's the problem I'm having with all of this right now. You're not guaranteed that money. You're taking this job, understanding that you're not guaranteed this money. When you expect something that is not an actual guarantee, you can only be excited, not disappointed. Yeah. All right. Like when I took this job, I expected giant Christmas bonuses every year. It doesn't happen all the time. I can't be disappointed about it. I'm excited when I get one. Then go get another job. Right. If something doesn't pan out, then you got to pave your own way. But. I get it. I get it. You're disappointed. You're angry with it, but you can't go out of social media with it. Uh, mine is going to be anyone listening who has what we would probably consider to be like an opposite sex name. For instance, we always leave Channel 9 on here in the studio, and the, the chick in the morning is Alex. Yeah. Al- but it's A-L-I-X, Alex Kendall. And so uh, do you have a, a, a what most of us would consider a guy's name as a girl or a girl's name is a guy? Maybe there's a funky spelling to it or whatever, but more than often or more than not, we'll ask people about something like this when they call, and they'll go, yeah, my mom and dad thought they were going to have a boy. I'm going to only assume... That since your name is Brianna and you do sound like a girl, that cat's going to get this bingo this morning, right? I win. No, actually, JJ gets it. Oh, my God. Okay, cool. Um, so my daughter's name um, is Brody, and it's actually mine and her dad's name put together, which is Brianna and Cody. 
so I put it together and got Brody, and we figured out that name before she was even born, so she was going to have the name whether she was a girl or a boy. That's now, Kat cute. had a big squint and cockeyed kind of look when you said Brianna and Cody together. You're not feeling that vibe? Or no, I, I get it. And it took a lot of thought. Some people go the whole pregnancy and they're like, we're going to simmer on this and not give the baby a name. The only person I can think of is Brody Jenner. That's it. I can't think of another Brody. So unique. Oh, uh, do you have other kids, Brianna? Yep. Um, my second daughter is Aubrey. We just went with a, a general name because we found out super early what she was. Okay. Um, and then I'm currently pregnant. So we're going to see what the gender is before you pick out a name for this one. How far along are you right now? Um, I'm super early. I'm only 10 weeks. Oh, hey, congratulations. How are you feeling? Um, super nauseous. Are you? Yeah, well, that's the worst. I, I heard that's God's punishment on people that have had bad uh, <laughs> bad lives up to that point. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm well, definitely taking all the nausea. All right. What, what do you do for it? Have you found uh, like a, a remedy? Kat just, just threw up everywhere. She didn't even try and stop it. She just <laughs> thought it was part of the, the deal. She would just throw up Get everywhere. the demons out. Um, no, I, this is my third pregnancy and I was violently vomiting through all of them. So I'm just kind of going with it. Oh, so this is, this is a normal side effect. This is not something that we could say, oh, it's different. Could be a boy. Right. Yeah. No, all of them were the same. So I'm just kind of waiting for it to be over. (laughs) You got uh, two girls right now. Are you kind of hoping it's a boy? Yes, hoping okay. for a boy so that I can shut down shop. There you go. So I can shut down shop. So if it's a girl, <laughs> you're going to go for baby number four? That's wild. Um, it's it's uh, testing the waters. Yeah. We'll see. Wow. Boys are cool. You're going to have fun if it's a boy. I know, and it'll be the youngest. So, yeah. so we'll see how it goes. Well, hey, thanks for sharing your story with us, and uh, it's fun to fun to hear about these kind of these names to find out that you're pregnant. So, congratulations, and to understand that uh, just listening to Cat makes you nauseous in the morning. I'm sorry about that, but I hope you stick around <laughs> for a little while. <laughs> just after seven Wednesday morning, three thousand dollars cash, and even if you screw that up, you're going to the St. Cloud Craft Beer Tour for free. So. Booze, money, I think we got everything covered at 7.05 Wednesday morning during the live show. Now back to the podcast. Now, another shower thoughts with JJ. Uh, You know, Kat, if there weren't movies, the average person would have no idea what an elevator shaft looks like. (laughs) Very true. Thought about that this morning. Also, do you know that bread existed for literally thousands of years? Before someone ever thought about making a sandwich. What a shame. What was the first sandwich? I gotta Google. Why is it being up for something and being down for something the same thing? Yeah, I'm down for it. I'm up for it. And the more recently someone tells you, Kat, that they had the solo love, the weirder it is. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the first sandwich was. No. Okay. <laughs> At no point, at no point were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. I never even thought about that. Thank you. That was another shower thought. Remember like six months ago, I talked about this guy from high school wanting to go out to lunch and I wasn't sure if I wanted to. Like he used to be my best friend. Right. I do remember you talking about this. All the time. Not just in high school. Like middle school, our families, our friends. And so 
I knew him. He had a really hard upbringing in the sense that his parents were just like never involved. And then his grandparents raised him and we would hang out all the time. And I would notice that, you know, sometimes he'd be going this way in life and then he'd get back on track. He was a really, really great golfer and then great basketball player. Very smart, really good at gambling. And I think he got that from his dad. But then uh, got in touch with him or saw him on Facebook like a year ago. And then he messaged me six months ago. He's like, hey, I live near Spicer. And now he works in St. Cloud. And so got it going on on Thursday. No, I'm not going to fix him at all. I don't know if that's possible. He has a wife now. They got married. They like randomly got married in Las Vegas. Why is that so surprising? Uh, I don't know anything about him anymore. You keep talking about all the great qualities this guy had, and now you're like, he even got a wife. Yeah, like, he had those, and then it almost like, it's almost like I don't recognize him, you know? When and was that was my ten. When was, how old's Liam? Ten years ago. Well, a lot can happen. So Liam was a year old when I saw him last, and that's it. I have not had any contact with him. Well, think about if you don't see somebody in 3,500 days. Of course they change. Yeah, I know. But is it like a good change? Is it a change that's going to like mess with my head a little bit? You're going to have lunch? It ain't going to matter. I know. It's just lunch. But yeah, we're going to meet on Thursday at noon. You put a lot of thought into this. I do because I really like he was one of my best friends, like a family member. And then to not see somebody for that long. And then you're like, oh, this has happened to me in every radio market I've worked in where I've gotten a call from. Uh, a high school friend or a college friend. Yeah. Hey, have a connected in years. You want to have lunch? I don't think twice about it. I don't go, I don't stalk him and go, hey, I wonder if he's got a wife. I just, you sit down. Hey, how's it going? What have you been up to? Give me the last 15 years of your life. Yeah. Uh, I have zero anticipation about that. You're over here worried about it. But you're not like as close to those people as I was. Like it was, he was like family. And then you just don't know somebody anymore. It's a little bit of a trip. Can't to, you support me? Get to know him. I support you. What are you going to, I mean, you're going to go have lunch. Yeah. You're going to raise the guy's kids, right? Do you think he's going to ask you to be a godparent? He doesn't have any kids. Okay, well then what do you got to worry about? What's the absolute worst thing that could happen? I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I can anticipate that. He needs an organ? You're going to no. give him one? I wouldn't be a match. <laughs> do you even know? I don't worst. know, but I'm just like, okay, finally, after six months, and I'm like, okay, Thursday works. Let's go do this. It's yeah. a public place, right? You're not like going to like you're not going to have uh, sandwiches in a parking garage. No. no okay, do you're going to go to a restaurant. Yeah. All right. Well, then what do you got to worry about? I don't know. I don't know why I have this. You just look for a reason to worry about it. Jennifer, relax. <laughs> oh my God, you've so now you're completely your mother. Okay, so I was talking to one of our promo girls uh, over the weekend. I had a gig, and she was there, and. They're all so young. They're all like 19, 20, college, living their best life. And she was talking about how she had a date and another guy, promo guy, was training in. And um, I said, so, you know, where does he go to school? She's like, oh, I know all about him. I know what I'm getting into. And I said, oh, so you did some creeping. And this guy was so upset that myself and her thought it was totally normal to go online. Do guys not do that? I feel like it is a responsible thing to do. My son has talked about this. Like he'll meet a girl at his school 
And then, yeah, you go, you creep on their Instagram page for sure. And you look at their friends and you see how they act in public and stuff like that. So I think it's absolutely normal. I think it is, too. I think it is the right route, especially for a female. If you are going to be meeting a, a male out somewhere and you're 20, to know what they're all about. And you kind of get the gist of it if you toot around on their social media. But it's so. not as fun, I would assume. But you, him to throw out the word stalking is weird because it's public knowledge. She's not following him from home to work to home. Stalker is what Kat copy. does with her ex who lives a half a country away and she still keeps up with his life. That's right, stalking. That's irresponsible for you to say. Heather, stalking issue or is this more just like doing your research? It's stalking. It's stalking. That's weird that a woman would say that. I feel like we should do our research. I think it's a responsible thing to do because what if you see all these red flags on their socials? Like what if he, what if they post a bunch of like racist, um, you know, communist, uh, sexist stuff, and then you're like, I'm still going to go on a date with them? That'd be kind of dumb, a waste of your time, don't you think? Mm-hmm. So it's not stalking then? <laughs> it would actually help you out. Well, I've been stalked a lot. I've been having this. I've been on social media so many times, and I've been stalked a lot. People oh. are stalking you. Hey. Guys are stalking you. Oh, you got the sweet stuff. The Kavorka. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> so I was watching too much of that Gypsy Rose Blanchard prison uh, video, like, um, you know her story, right? No, her- break this down again for me, Okay, please. so her mom had Munchausen by proxy, so she kept this girl thinking that she had muscular dystrophy, that she was unable to walk. Don't get out of that wheelchair. You're going to fall on your face. So Gypsy never did. Therefore, like, her muscles weren't forming correctly. Okay. She was telling everybody that she had the mental capacity of a six-year-old when she was in her early teens, they were getting all these make-a-wish things happen. They, they had a house built for them. And this woman was very sick in her head. She would bring Gypsy to the hospital and then put things in the IV. And then Gypsy would get sick and she'd say, see, I told you my daughter is sick. I mean, the movies are crazy. But what I think is more wild, when people find love with somebody on the inside, I don't know what spoke to this guy, Ryan, who is now her husband, but he reached out to her while she was in prison. So this guy's a straight up just regular civilian. Yeah. Sees this whole thing develop. Do you think that he thought, I can save this person? Maybe. Maybe he's got a big heart. Maybe he's got a weird, weird heart. I don't know, but... They are now married. You got to remember, Charles Manson found love in prison. If it, I mean, that just anybody yeah. can, you know. Menendez brothers, they yeah. both got married. Um, but to listen to the audio recordings, I mean, they're public knowledge. People can just pull them up of their conversations over the phone. And she still is at that mental capacity. Like, she wasn't truly able to grow. Like, her brain wasn't able to grow. She was treated like a six-year-old, Dang. I guess. And so now he's, they're married, and I just think it's crazy. I had a cousin that met somebody while this person was incarcerated. She started writing this person. I don't know what compelled her to write this person. And then he got up, uh, got out and totally ghosted her. So she was thinking he was going to get out, and he told her a different release date. And my cousin was standing there. It was like it was like oh. love, love after lockup. If you ever watched that, where they stand at the gate and they wait for you to come out, 
and he never came out and they were like, oh no, he was released like six days before. I have been rejected by hundreds, <laughs> if not thousands of beautiful women in my life, but, but nothing never. to the point of, I'm going to wait out your prison sentence yeah. and then not show up. I know. You know oh. what I think? They say the appeal for women is, you know where your man is at all times. You know, you know, he's not out gallivanting Dang. around town with other people. I don't know. There's there's something going on with the psyche that I don't think I'll ever try to understand. But well, hold on, Andrea, you're am I understanding this right? Your mom was dating a prisoner. Now my sister is calling him dad. So things spun kind of out of control here, huh? And it was only supposed to be a pen pal from here and there. They've been talking for like up to a year now. Uh. And my sister calls him dad and has never met him. Has never Odd. Um, seen him up until like a couple months ago. Okay. And they moved, I went out of state just to see him in prison. Right. And now my mom has a boyfriend that's in prison. Look at that. I think that's another show, too, because I Thank had you, a Andrew. friend whose husband did some, not not um, like he didn't kill anybody or attack anybody. He did some illegal tax stuff with other okay, people's well, money. Yeah, that's white collar stuff, right? But he was in jail. I haven't talked to her in like 10 years, but he was in jail and she would bring her two young kids to go see him. What are your thoughts on that? Do you that think- was their dad, though. Yes. Okay. Then I then kids. I'm okay with that. And, and uh, in listen, that environment, though, well, you see your dad like that. Part of it is you don't want uh, what is it? The sons of the father don't you don't ever want them repeated, right? Whatever the phrase is, I don't have it right. But um, so think about that. If you got a couple of kids and you want to make sure that as a parent, you always just want your kids to have a better life than you did, right? Yeah. So if that's bringing them with to see the environment dad's stuck in right now because he made some bad choices. Then if you present it the right way, you would hope that they don't go down the same path, right? Right. A lot of good conversations could be had or just phone calls. Hey, daddy's still on vacation because mm. they were young. They were like yeah, three and four and a half. You can't, that's like that's like lying to your kids when the dog dies. You can't. They're going to find out eventually and it's going to break their heart. And yeah, that's even be worse. Sure about but it. That's even worse. They're going to go, mom, you lied to me for 23 years. When you said dad was in Afghanistan and he was really, uh, you know, in the joint. But then you explain to him when they're older. Like, I don't sometimes know. Sometimes I'm okay with lying after a certain time. Like, did it really mess you up that your parents lied about your dog? Yeah. Away? It messed me up. I came back my sophomore year from college. My parents slipped up and said, hey, that dog ate a bunch of rat poison and we had to throw it in the woods. When they told me it got hit by a car. Well, either way, you knew it was dead. Either way, the, but they lied to me about it. I never forgave them for that. <laughs> I think I did, you did. That broke I me think down. You did. I was 20 years old. I was crying like a little baby at the kitchen table. Oh, gross. Um, it's a dog. How about dating someone in prison? Is there any appeal whatsoever? And I'm talking, listen, I'm not talking about he was a great guy. He made a mistake. He went away for a while. And I stuck with it. Right. Uh, that I fully understand, right? I mean, there's, there's a human appeal there. But I'm talking someone who's got a number and they've been in there for a while. Like, help me understand that attraction. Yeah. Like, you could be, like, Brooklyn Decker hot and in prison. And I'm probably going, no, nah, man, I'm good. Really? Because what, what are you going to do? You're going to wait out a conjugal visit? Just wait. What are you doing? What are you doing in the meantime? If you're just going to work and chatting That's with her not a relationship. Night, you can't. Yeah. What if it turns into a beautiful situation? Th- great for them.
Why have fun in life? That would just be silly. The U.S. Federal Highway Administration, they have given states two years to implement all the changes that they have made to their new manual. And this includes the rule of outlawing humorous and quirky messages on those electronic signs. The feds came out with a new manual to regulate the signs, and they say cute messages are not part of the plan. The main reason is it can't take drivers longer to process the meaning, which could lead to a crash. Um, so they have some of them use your blanca they have that in massachusetts and they spell blanca use your blanca they have hands on the wheel not your meal that's in arizona there are some really clever ones uh back and forth from mankato yesterday i saw a dozen of them that said um oh what was it uh it's a new year chin up and buckle up okay and i was like all right it's kind of witty minnesota you're way behind everybody else here's here's what I don't agree with that whole thing that it takes you longer to process. Yeah. Maybe it does, right? But are you paying attention to the sign? Are you are you probably going to buckle up if you see that? Yeah. And it's kind of witty. Like, I think it's counterproductive to have something that just says blank, blank, and it's really dry, and it just becomes wallpaper. You just right. look right past it. At least these, you said it out loud. How, how'd you say that Massachusetts one? Use your blanca. Right? You said it, and they went, all right, okay, I'll probably use my blanca. Visiting the in-laws, slow down, get there late. <laughs> this one, yeah. don't drive, star-spangled, hammered, and then hocus-pocus, drive with focus. These, See, these are, are all funny. good signs. I think that I would say leave The Playhouse podcast is made possible thanks to Bradshaw and Brian Law Offices. Catch the live show weekdays from 530 to 9 on 1047 KCLD. Now, share this with a friend.